This is an exclusive presentation of WoWo 1190 AM and 107.5 FM, Unholstered. This is it. We are back. Welcome to Unholstered, everyone. Hope you're having a fantastic weekend. I am one of your hosts, Kayla Blakesley. I represent the media side. Good morning, everyone. My name is Sophia Rosales-Scatina. I'm a captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department, and I represent the law enforcement side, and welcome to our show. Our show, Unholstered, is all about just that, the local media teaming up with the local police department to share and tell all of the stories that don't often get told when it comes to law enforcement, and not even locally, but really across the region, across the country. If you've missed any previous episodes of Unholstered, you can download our show anywhere you can download a podcast. Just search for Unholstered. Sophia, we've kind been riding this back to school wave for the last couple of episodes but I think it's really important particularly today because with the return of back to school we also see the return of a lot of drugs and there is this new version of fentanyl called rainbow fentanyl that is like taking the world by storm or at least taking America by storm I'm starting to hear it popping up all over the place and that's kind of where I wanted to start and um, I want to start out of the gate with just knowing whether or not has it reached us here in Fort Wayne It has. Um, We can't definitively say we've actually seized any, but we are hearing um, word on the street is that it's here. We've had people OD on it. Um, They said they have taken brightly colored pills. We are suspecting it's going to be the rainbow fent. Um, So it's... That's what it's called. Rainbow fent? Rainbow fent. Okay, that's the the street name. name. Yeah, it's the street name. Um, And what it is, is they're brightly colored pills or powder that can look like sidewalk chalk. Um, but it, they're specifically making it brightly colored. They're stamping it like they do the old ecstasy. They usually they usually used to put um, old cartoon characters like the Friends of Flintstones or Bugs Bunny or Daffy Duck or something like that on on the pills. And they're stamping those these rainbow fent just like that. And they're also I've heard um, shaping them like Fruit Loops. So brightly colored no Fruit Loops. Kidding. So it's very attractive to young people. They don't know the difference. They think they're just maybe taking like cereal or some kind of um, maybe another pill, like an ecstasy pill or something, but they're all laced with fentanyl. That's the that's the crazy part about this rainbow fent, as it's called. Yes. I thought it was just rainbow fentanyl, <laughs> but there you go. Um, is the, uh, the few pictures of it that I've seen pop up, uh, you said the Flintstones. To me, they do look like those Flintstone vitamins. Like, oh, yes. I would be fooled in a heartbeat yeah. to think that it was the Flintstone vitamins. Um, I've also seen some almost kind of look like a Smartie. You know, like the kind of small circular yes. Smarty. I mean, a Smarty yeah. candy. They stamp them in any way they can to make them attractive to young people, and that's who they're targeting with this. Well, I was just going to say, this seems like a really, really young audience, though, to be marketing it as, let's say, Flintstone vitamins and or Smarties. I mean, what's the age demo these folks are going after now? Teens, young yeah. adults. Um, basically, I mean, I was just talking to one of our, our drug detectives last yesterday, and he said last week we had an overdose death of a 16-year-old. Jeez. Um, and so they're targeting our children, and I, I just don't hear a lot of um, what I would consider this as a crisis. I hear a lot yeah. about um, different things that people consider crisis, um, and we talked about this briefly before the show. Um, people always want to talk about the gun crisis we have in our country, and I would contend that this is an even bigger problem right now. But I don't hear anyone talking about it. I don't see committees established to or hearings about this problem. I don't hear our lawmakers um, convening special groups to tackle this issue or even address it or even acknowledge mm-hmm. that it exists. Um, I hear news reports from very few newscasters on this, and it is out here. It's killing our children. 
it's killing I, our friends and family. I think that's one of the most frustrating things, Sophia. You hit the nail on the head. And I hate for this to get overly political. But at the end of the day, we know where this crap, if I can say that, is coming from. I yes. think that's what's so frustrating. And then, like you said, no one actually wants to say where it's coming from, which I'll say it. It's all being trafficked in from the southern border, right. uh, coming all the way from China. Yeah. And, and our lawmakers know this, our politicians, they know this, uh, the FBI knows this, the, the DOJ, they all know this. But as you said, no one's really doing a darn thing about it, let alone even admitting it that right. this is happening. Right. And that's the frustrating part, as we, especially as a, in law enforcement. And I know our people on the street working really hard, our Hope and Recovery team working really hard um, and trying to do our best to battle this problem. But... It's just... You're not getting any support or any help. No. Um, and, you know, we, we can talk all day long about... Sorry, um, that's the lawnmower in the background for <laughs> folks listening right now. They choose to mow the lawn on Saturdays. Always, <laughs> always. Um, so, you know, it's always one of those things where we can sit back and we can we can kind of put these fires out, these small fires. But I would I would say, and, I, you know, I'm stat-driven. That's just who yes. I am. We love that about you, yes. Sophia. Um, and I looked up some stats because I was thinking, okay, I hear every day reports about gun violence, the gun crisis, all these things going on with guns. I mean, new legislation coming through about guns and who can have them, who cannot, and what are we doing to combat um, drug or gun dealers. So in 2021... The CDC reported 49,000 people died by gun, by guns, okay. uh, gun deaths. In 2021, the CDC reports that there are 107,622 overdose deaths. Wow. Now, those aren't all from fentanyl, synthetic or naturally occurring prescription um, fentanyl. Uh, that number, though, was 84,741 so from straight still fentanyl. higher. Double, yeah. almost double that of gun deaths. And what do we hear the most of? Um, and, and that's my issue with this. It's not a political one on, on for, my, for me. I just want acknowledgement that there is a crisis on our hands, and I want movement going forward to, like, I want solutions. I want I want ideas. Yeah. Um, and it can't just be, you know, it's the cop's job. Well, no, it's all of our jobs. So much bigger than that. Yeah. Um, we just don't have enough manpower. There, are enough, there aren't enough border agents on the border to tackle this problem in any way, shape, or form. Speaking of manpower, get this. So I, I, I know that you're normally the stats gal. I mean, uh -huh. you really always are. <laughs> I'm rubbing I, off on you? Yeah, right? You are rubbing <laughs> off on me. I was kind of starting to dive into this, too, because... I think you're right, Sophia. There's this narrative that people think, well, law enforcement needs to do more. Our officers need to do more. And again, they, they misunderstand, again, how big this issue is and all of the support that's needed to take this stuff off the streets, which I don't know if that will ever happen. But I was reading just about, you know, in terms of seizures of fentanyl and how hard law enforcement is actually working on this. The amount of fentanyl seized nationwide just in July, so just in this last month of July, up 203% just compared to June. Yeah. So our folks are working their butts off trying to seize this stuff. And another fun fact for you, that much fentanyl that was seized in just the month of July is enough to kill 469 million people. I thought that was staggering to me. So I'm kind of glad that you brought up this myth that law enforcement needs to do more. They're not doing enough. Y'all across the country are doing everything that you can. I think to me that stat proves that. It's just that's how much of it's coming across the border. And you have to wonder, is is that uh, are all these seizures decoys from the cartel? 
yeah, good point. I mean, are they allowing law enforcement, quote unquote, allowing us to have these seizures? And because if we're having this seizure over here of 20 pounds, but they're sneaking in 600 pounds over here while we're preoccupied with, with the 20, 25 right. pounds, what really are we what are really are we doing? Well, it's also How kind of interesting uh, regarding that report from the FBI is they because as fentanyl, you know, seizures are going up, we are seeing, uh, for example, 56 percent drop in cocaine seizures. Um, there is an, a 15 percent drop in methamphetamine seizures and then an 8 percent drop in heroin seizures. So then I also on the flip side think about, well, how much of that other stuff is getting through? Because, again, all that focus is right now on fentanyl, which as yeah. it should be, because I don't know if, if folks have listened to our previous episodes about fentanyl. Um, and I don't remember who you had and we were talking about it, but I will never forget this. He said, try and take a salt shaker from your kitchen table, right? And try to pour out just two grains of salt, which good luck doing that. But if you could, that's all it takes for fentanyl to kill you on the spot. Yeah. So as, so as yes, we should have all this manpower focused on fentanyl. But at the same time, it's scary that all of the cocaine and the meth and the heroin probably running more rampant than it ever has. Right. And it's all being laced with fentanyl mm-hmm. as well. I mean, you can't even hardly get marijuana if, if you, you're thinking that that's harmless anymore without it being laced with something not not only fentanyl but embalming fluid or other yeah. other you know chemicals that are dangerous to you so um it but i i think the root problem for me and where where i'll always try and focus is is there has to be a demand mm-hmm and we are a drug-seeking nation for we sure. We are a pill-popping nation. Yes, I mean, we if we if we feel remotely like sad or depressed mm-hmm. or whatever, we reach for we reach for medi- medication. Um, we're overprescribed, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, and and it, our mental health has suffered so much in the last few years um, with the COVID shutdowns and everything. Um, and again, um, we're we're where we saw COVID, where we believe it originated, is the same place where the, where the fentanyl is mm-hmm. coming from. Mm-hmm. So um, we also had another show on where we talked about that China connection and their, their, their want of world dominance. And I think they're just waiting their time out until we overdose Lying ourselves to yep. death. You said two things I want to touch on. Um, marijuana and us, you know, being a pill-popping nation. For starters, I have a quick, a quick little story for you. Um, this is really sad. I've lived in Fort Wayne for like 12, 13 years now for quite some time, but I don't have a GP. It was very long story short. I got a kidney stone, so I had to go find a GP, right? Um, so I, I finally found one. I got connected, and I had my first appointment visit, you know, to kind of get to know here's what's going on with my kidney stone, that kind of thing. But at the end of, end of meeting with her, and I'm not going to say her name or where she's from, I was like, hey, you've been great. Thanks so much. You know, thanks for helping me out tracking down what's going on and what my options are. She said, yep, no, no problem. Here's kind of my philosophy. And kind of near the end of her spiel, she says to me, and if you need a pill, I got you. Oh. And yeah. I was like, come now? Like, come again? What do you mean? You know, she's like, well, and you, she kind of said what you said. She goes, well, I know things have been really hard for the last couple of years for people. So if you need something, you let me know. I got you. And I was like, no, 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 that's probably not going to be me. I'm not that kind of gal. I'm all about, you know, rule your mind or it rules you. That's kind of my philosophy and my motto that I live by. But it still happens all the time, Sophia. Like that mentality of, oh, I'm sad. Oh, I'm sick. Not that medicine is bad. Don't get me wrong. No, I agree. I mean, there's some people that need medication to balance. Yeah. But to be that quick about it and for me to be kind of so flippant, just so like, oh, and by the way, if you need a pill, I got you. I was just like really taken back 
This is my first impression of this doctor. This is I've never met this person before in my life. And I was just very surprised that it was that casual. And I, I thought of you. I thought of the show because that was just last week I had that appointment. Yeah. I'm and not a big drug person. Um, I, I, I'm not saying that they don't have their place because they certainly do. But like right. you, I mean, a couple weeks ago I broke my toe on the baseboard uh, walking. Apparently I walk really hard. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like. Were I you wearing the, heels, Sophia? I was not. I was barefoot. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Um, but. I didn't even go to the doctor for it. I'm yeah. like, it's broken. I can see it's broken. It's swollen. It's all black and blue. Ugh. I can't walk hardly. Um, and I'm like, all they're going to do is tape it together. But, you know, I i haven't taken anything for pain. Yeah. I just kind of muddle through. And I've been working out. I've been doing my workouts. And I've just had to adjust yeah. um, for what I what I can do. And But that's me, I suppose. Yeah. I'm not. I, I'm afraid of pills. Honestly, you and me, but that's me with this kidney stone. There um, were some options for me there in terms yeah. of, you know, a, I don't ever want to become addicted. No, so I try as best I can. Even when I was in the hospital after my accident, you know, I'm on morphine and all these things. And they, they send me out the door. Hey, you want to program? No, I don't want no, thank you. any of that. Yeah. I said, give me the least you can give me that I still because I, I needed to be I needed to have something. So they ended up with like Tylenol 3 codeine. Yeah. <clears throat> and I only took a few of those and I just kind of toughed it out. Yeah. Um, not to say I'm overly tough. I don't like pain, but no, at the same none of time, us do, right? <laughs> I don't I don't want to be addicted. I don't want to and I don't know that I would or wouldn't, but I just you. don't want to take the chance. Nope, I don't even want to take the chance. Yeah. I don't want to mess with it. I don't want to touch it. It's just not for me. And again, I'm not against prescription medications. I know that there are great needs out there yes, for them absolutely. when they're used properly and under proper supervision. Yeah. Um, but just getting to that root cause, like you said, there's clearly a demand for it. Yeah. And China and the drug cartels are capitalizing on that demand. And we have, quite frankly, in my opinion, no way of controlling all of this, who and what is coming in and out of our country along the southern border. Border, But you mentioned something else, Sophia. You, you mentioned marijuana. <laughs> and uh, my producer on the radio program that I host on this show during the week, we got to talking about this. And I thought, you know, I'm, I'm going to bring this up with Sophia. We're obviously in Indiana. We're really close to Michigan where right. marijuana is legal. Mm -hmm. uh, Ohio, I know you can get it for medicinal reasons. So we're kind of near some states that have it fairly freely floating around. It's really easy to go purchase some, particularly in Michigan. But we got to thinking because we were talking about this rainbow fentanyl and just it scares me to death because it does just look like a piece of candy. I yeah. mean, five, six year olds. To children, take it, it would. Yeah. yeah. And think no big deal. Yeah. But I got to thinking, you know, with the fent or with the marijuana, you said it, it's laced with some of the some really crazy stuff, including fentanyl. And maybe I don't know if I should ask you ask you as Sophia, the civilian, not okay. Sophia so much the captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department, but in just terms of legalizing marijuana so folks know that they are buying a clean regulated product to some part does some part of you agree with that um, I know there are lots of health benefits to marijuana I mean I can read I know there are some but, but I mean in terms of this this crap getting in young kids hands because I think at the end of the day at the end of the day, kids though, are kids gonna aren't going to be able to get it anyway. They're not going to be prescribed. They're not legally able to buy that. So where are they going to go? True. But and I know a lot of people, at least where I grew up, getting it from their mom and dad, their older brother, Jimmy, who can buy it, so on and so forth. So it's like, yeah. to some degree, wouldn't you rather have them attempting to get their hands on the uh, the regulated stuff? Well, maybe. But 
their brains are still forming. These teenagers, if you're a parent giving your child marijuana, mm-hmm. you are playing with fire. Mm-hmm. Number one, you're, you are stunting their brain activity. Um, their brains aren't even fully formed. They're not fully formed to like, I think for men, it's like 26. 20, yeah, I think it's 25. Yeah, it's women right are like mm-hmm. 21. Mm-hmm. I knew it. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, and, and, to, and to put something into your body and, and people are like, well, it's a natural plant and everything. But yeah, but you don't know where people's addiction yeah. buttons are. Yeah. Um, do they have a predisposition to addiction, do they not? Um, we don't know these answers to these questions and to, and to include that. And I will tell you, in talking to people uh, that are in recovery, active recovery, been in sober for years, and I think even Nate Mullering, who was on yeah. here before. Mm-hmm. Started with marijuana. It's a precursor, yeah. starts, it's a precursor to more illicit drugs. You do hear that a lot. Anyone and that you talk to that Most drugs, people in recovery yeah. tell me they always started with yep. marijuana because it was the easiest thing to get a hold of. So that's where I, that, that really gets me because yeah. I just I don't want to see people masking problems by getting high because mm-hmm. that's what people do. That's we're just we don't want to feel. Right, we don't want to feel. So we smoke marijuana, we drink alcohol, we eat food, we shop, we do gamble, um, we do all these things. Some people run. <laughs> you know, oh, that's me. not me. Um, although I will say, when I'm having a bad day and I'm angry about something, I will. If I don't have a broken toe, I will go out and run, or yeah. I'll do, do yoga me, or something. Um, instead of turning to those other things, or I, I furiously clean. My husband yeah, always oh, knows yeah, I'm yeah. in a you mood. You know, when I'm cleaning, yeah. I'm mad because I'm cursing <laughs> in my breath, and my kids <laughs> yeah. like, "Stay away from me." That's Stay me. Away from mom. That's me as well. But you know, it's one of those things where we just have to be. Uh, vigilant and and I'll say even this it's legalized in in what is it Washington California but they still have illegal grow operations yeah, yeah. all over so it doesn't take out those illegal grows um, components um, and again full of pesticides pull up so what are you getting what are you getting um, I, I don't know I will say in terms of kind of fentanyl kind of getting us back on track which that's my fault that I pulled this <laughs> off track a little bit um, and in terms of just having having help, and having support. I don't know if you caught this, but Sunday, August um, 21st, has now been proclaimed Fentanyl Prevention and Awareness Day. Did you hear about this? I didn't. Um, and I'm I'm really pride myself in being up on things. And I'm like, and they're a little late to the table. I didn't even hear about this <laughs> no. until I know we started show prepping uh, to talk about rainbow fentanyl yeah. today. And I thought, no kidding. And I work in the media, Sophia. Yeah. You know, I'm like, and I didn't even know that this was a thing. Yeah, I, maybe if they're not aware that they claim that awareness day. Maybe. Yeah, and this was claimed by the feds, <laughs> by the FBI. You know, yeah. and it, the the administrator of the the DEA came out and she made this whole spiel about how important it is to prevent kids from taking fentanyl and you know all the overdose deaths that they have and the seizures that they have. But I'm like, her name was Anne. I'm like, Anne, no one's listening. No one had any idea that this was even going on. Yeah, at this point we've become numb to this because it's just right. one of those things that that's so it's so permeated everything. And if you haven't had someone in your life overdose or die from from drugs, it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of time, and it's it's sad as well because you know we we focus all this all these things on on guns and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and and one of the quotes I I found from. Uh, Gifford's courage to fight gun violence was Kelly Drain, who's a research director there. So this this is a crisis that has gotten far too out of control, and we know that there is still much more work to do to make this public health problem a priority and invest in solutions. That's for forty nine thousand deaths. 
That's gun deaths, right? Yes. Of course. Where's the comment yeah. about fentanyl or over D, uh, OD deaths? There's not one. There's That's... no there's no center for courage to fight fentanyl violence or drug overdose. There's no there's no center for that. There's no national plight for with with politicians, you know, um, making these centers for us, you know, to, to divulge information and, and to help people and create resources. This is all done at a local level. Yeah. And what's crazy is I think it was you who was actually telling me or sharing this stat that the this fentanyl is the leading cause of death for folks 18 to 45, but hitting even heavier, primarily white folks between what did you say? It was like 25 20, to 29, 25 to 29. So yeah. talk about young people, too. Yeah. I mean, which is scary. And I do feel like we hear that messaging a lot. That's always about our young people, always about our kids, always about our young people. We need to care about them and the soul of this country and so on and so forth. But I can hear but, a lot of people talk, but I don't see a lot correct. of people doing just to your point there, especially yeah. when it comes to the guns. I mean, you said the stats, 49,000 people killed by guns and yet over 107,000 by OD deaths in yeah. last year alone. Yeah. We can and, see where our priorities are as a country. Right. And, and, and of those 49,000, I mean, some of those were justifiable. Sure. You know, people acting yep. in self-defense, yep. those kinds of things. I don't have the numbers on that because um, CDC doesn't, doesn't break those down. Right. Um, but we know that the 107 people all died from illicit drug overdose and... I just don't hear people talking enough about it. Well, and we I, are, by golly. Well, we are. We're the only. <laughs> we're I think we're the only people shot. This is we're like trying. what fourth or fifth we've, show. We've talked on a fentanyl. lot about fentanyl. In fact, I really encourage folks to go back and listen because, especially when, kind of, you touched on it briefly, and I'm not going to get into it because we're coming up on the end of the show. But why China is producing this fentanyl? How it's getting here? How yeah. it's being created? Um, it'll blow your mind. I think a lot of that will blow listeners' minds. But I do want to touch on this and make sure we have plenty of time for this. We've got about five minutes here, Sophia. Okay. But when you've got two kids, you're a police officer, your kids are middle school, high school. But when it comes to actually sitting down and be like, hey, kids, tonight at the dinner table, we're talking about rainbow fentanyl, you know, because I do think this is really wildly important for young kids. Again, we're back to school because it looks so much just like, like you said, you're having a handful of Fruit Loops for yeah. Pete's sake. It's mm-hmm. scary to me seeing the pictures of this stuff. But, but how do you genuinely have this conversation with your kiddos? Because I know they're going to sit there and pretend like they're really probably not, not so much your kids, but just kids in general. Are <laughs> Better not sit be there, my kids. Yeah, and pretend like they're really not listening, but you know yeah. they're going to be taken in some of it. I mean, how do you educate young people about this without also horrifying them at the same time? I think they need to be horrified. Okay. Uh, because what they're going to see when it happens in front of them is going to be horrifying. Mm-hmm. They're not going to know what to do. Um, and I, I was I read an article it was about ethics, um, but it really kind of plays into here. It's not you're not you have to teach your brain what it's going to do in a such situation. Ooh, it's yeah. not a when then. It's not an if then. It's a when yeah. then. I like that. Um, and if we if we teach our brains what to do in a situation, when that situation comes upon us, we're going to have a little bit of that um, file we can pull forward. A little bit of that muscle memory, at least, kind of. And know what to do, right? So if I tell my kids, look, if you see one of your friends take a pill and they go down, you call 911 immediately. my kids don't carry Narcan, although sometimes I think, well, I should probably (laughs) give them one when they go out. Yeah. But um, you have to talk to your kids. You can no longer play the backseat. It it won't be my kid. Yeah. My kid wouldn't do that. 
you don't even know what people are putting in people's drinks or food yeah. or is a joke let me shove them this pill you know mm -hmm. or are there a goody two-shoes so let me show that you know mm -hmm. it's kids do all sorts of stupid stuff um but we should we need to tell our kids and I, and I don't do it every single time they leave the house because I forget. But most of the time when I leave the house, when my kids leave the house to go out with friends or go whatever, I always tell them, I'm like, no drugs, no pills, no alcohol. Yeah. Every single, those are my last three words. And I love you. Yep. Have a good time. Be careful. How do your kids receive that from, I mean, they're always like, yes, mom, we know. I mean, No, they don't ever say that. Yeah. Thanks. I love you too. Yeah. That's their response. Yeah. Um, but I talk to my kids about it. And when we have an overdose death, like I just learned about the 16-year-old, I'll go home and I'll talk to them about it. I'm like, man, we just had a 16-year-old OD. You know, I just want you guys, you cannot take anything from anyone. If I didn't give it to you or yeah. a doctor didn't give it to you, you are not to take it, period. Um, call me if you need a ride. I'll. It doesn't matter what time of the day. 2 a.m., 3 a.m. I don't yeah. care. I don't even care when my daughter goes to college next year. She can call me from college. Mm -hmm. I will take in my car and three hours drive wherever she ends up going and I will go pick her up and mm -hmm. get her where she needs to be safely. Um, we just had some local, a local boy die in a yeah. car. Uh, looked like they were drinking and driving and the car burst into flames. Yeah. Um, so it's, it happens. It's the parents' worst nightmare. We send our kids off to college and they come home dead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it's the parents' worst nightmare. And even, even sending our kids you know, off at night to hang out with friends. Yeah. Ooh. Can turn deadly. Mine's only two right now, but boy, oh boy. I yeah. I mean, in management, what's going to be like in 20 years? No, we don't I get can't. a handle on this now. So I'm not letting her leave the house and she gets a flip phone. <laughs> Those are the rules. <laughs> yeah. But we just, we just have to make this a priority and we need to be vocal about yes. making it a priority. It's no longer just an addict's problem or those people problem. This is a yeah. problem that permeates every socioeconomic status, every political affiliation, everything. Does not discriminate. Every, does not discriminate against anyone. So mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, guardians, make yourself aware of it. Rainbow fentanyl, or as the cool kids call it, rainbow fent. Yes. Looks just like candy, or as Sophia said, old school pressed ecstasy. I'll be honest, I have no idea what that looks like. I interpret it as it looking like yeah. a, a Flintstone But Google is vitamin. your friend, parents. Yeah, Google, Google it. Is your, Google yeah. it. Google rainbow fentanyl. Google ecstasy. You'll have, I when I did it, there was numerous articles articles you can read the same stats i presented yeah, so, oh, we've got stacks here that we didn't yeah, even touch um, on we didn't touch yeah. on it and maybe we'll we'll circle back to this huh, circle yeah. back uh, i like it to do that i see what you did there um but we but we need to be aware we need to have conversations tell your children do do yeah. not assume that they already know or that it won't happen to them and as always um like i said you can download any previous episodes of unholstered particularly downloading the ones we've got multiple about this topic of fentanyl because you only just it seems like we skim the, the tip of the iceberg when we're talking about it. There's just so much here. So again, you can download the Unholstered Podcast anywhere you can download a podcast. Your town, your team, your topics. This is Unholstered. Thanks for listening to Unholstered. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen. And remember, you can listen every Saturday morning at 1030 on WoWo 1190 and 1075 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.